Lose 50 kilos and fulfill your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, indeed. Welcome to Radio Chaser. On a very hot day here in Sydney, Andrew Hanson, Chris Taylor and me, Dom Knight, with you. For the next hour, now look, we've just heard from the RFS, there are no fires of elevated concern in Sydney at the moment, but we're keeping an eye on the information coming out from them. So if there are any fires you need to worry about, we will let you know here on Triple M. Uh, also, you certainly get... still need to be very, very vigilant. It's still catastrophic. Yes, it's, absolutely. It's the Don't light a fire. The, the total fire ban still in place. But uh, if you have the fires near MEAP, etc., there are lists of fires that are bothering the RFS at the moment. Up north, up on the coast, there are a lot of fires at emergency level. But in our area at the moment, there's nothing above the blue advice, which means that they're keeping an eye on it, but it's not threatening people or properties. So there you go. We'll keep an eye on that for you as we get on with the show here. Absolutely, Dommy. Look, uh, it's nice to have you in, Chris, by the way. You, you finally turned up on the show. Um, uh, yes. I, I, wasn't aware, I wasn't aware the show was still on the air. Yeah, well, <laughs> Sorry, I haven't look, been in. Yeah. I don't think I've been in since Easter or so. No, no, it's very weird to have you here. I mean, are you is your clicking finger ready for tonight? The click frenzy, Chris? You... I'm not across this at all. Oh, oh well, yeah. let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. This is this is where you got to be. The click frenzy, you can get amazing discounts on things. Like they're offering things like $12 iPhones, $3 Apple AirPods. Who's offering those... this? Well, this is Click Frenzy. The Click Frenzy website Taylor. Get across it. <laughs> Look, it's very easy. Very easy. I've been what so you... removed from Triple M, I'm not even aware of products or brands or ads anymore. Well, right. I'm going to keep you up to speed. Okay. You need to know. You need to know. All you have to do is become a member of the Click Frenzy website. Then you need to subscribe to their alerts and make sure you stay tuned for every single product alert throughout the evening. Then as soon as an alert appears, you've got to immediately hop on and be immediately one of the first people to buy that particular item. You've got to do your research ahead of time uh, and make sure you have the passwords ready and your credit card. <laughs> and then you could have like maybe a 1% chance of buying a really cheap item. So there's like so, one $12 iPhone and everyone else is just misses out and has to pay more. Is that what you're that's saying? That's basically, yeah. It's the same, it's <laughs> yeah. The same as those kind of, you know, like after Christmas rushes in the door, but it's a kind of virtual thing where instead of, you know, trampling on people's faces, you, you, you're trying to out-click everybody. That's the click frenzy. But even, um, with, the, even with the Boxing Day rush and you, after you've trampled on everyone's faces, mm. there's, still a, there's still at least 200 toasters you can get at a discount price. Whereas mm. you're saying there's only one during the click frenzy. Oh, there oh, might look, be two. It's, it's, it might be two. It's, it's just not clear, Chris. Chris, how right. many? So one of the ah. genius things about not being able to see the products is we we, we don't know exactly how many there are. Um, there, there could be none. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this is like a, a supermarket version of scratchy cards. It's it's basically yeah, yeah. The, the cards are stacked against you. Look, I think quite possible. I don't, I don't want to disparage the click frenzy. I'm sure I'm sure it's all above board. Uh, you know, as this advertisement. The Click Frenzy is on now, and there's only eight hours left to buy something, so you'd better not think too much about it and hurry. Just buy it! Electric air fryer you'll use once and then leave in your cupboard for the next five years, 60% off. Buy it! Out-of-date iPods and our entire range of Sony Walkmans. Slash! Just buy it! Want a blouse that doesn't fit you? All the most unpopular sizes of Suzanne Betro's least popular blouse lines. Now an extra 20% off. Buy it! Suzanne I don't know either, but buy it! Headlight lamps for cars you don't own, 25% off! Buy it! Plus a spiralizer that cuts zucchini into slices that look a little bit like spaghetti but taste bitter and soggy, a massive 70% off! Buy it! Just buy it! Buy it! Click Frenzy! Just buy it! 
Triblem's Radio Chaser. It's been very tough for the wildlife, these fires. A lot of uh, troubling images going on. And I reckon even at Taronga Zoo this afternoon, it'd be pretty tough for those, uh, for all the koalas and all the animals out there. And I'm wondering, they've just opened this wildlife retreat, right? This beautiful aircon rooms. I reckon they should put the koalas and the kangaroos in the, the fancy hotel. Because you know they used to have that roar and snore thing everyone used to yes. do, the overnight... They've got this posh version. It sounds amazing, actually. What is it? So there's like a five-star hotel yeah. now at Taronga Zoo. At Taronga Zoo. So I think all the animals on for a 37-degree day. For humans to... For humans to, to geek at the animals. The animals are outside. Could you pay extra if you want, say, a threesome with a koala? Yeah, I, I mean, that's what I'd be into. I, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not necessarily like... saying a sexual threesome, but if you just wanted a meerkat yes, running you around are. your room. They're, you they're are. Like, like room service. If you want like a chimp to bring you your burger or your club yes. sandwich at night, I would pay a premium for that. that Absolutely. Actually, chimp waiters would be a fantastic <laughs> be service. Brilliant. I think that's, that's a great mm. idea. Or for the chimp to, to be the meal as well. I'd be quite interested to sample some of the animals, you know, as, as room service. Oh, I see. So, you know, like they've got the bird show, isn't it? Don't they have that Avery sort of bird yeah, show? Or like yeah, like a Chinese restaurant, you choose the fish out of the tank. You know, at Taronga, you could sort of choose the a seal. lemur or a, you know, yeah. a bintarong to have on a burger. <laughs> I think you're misinterpreting the seal show that they do at Taronga Hanson. That's, um, that's a very interesting development, isn't it? Because I've done the roar and snore. Yeah, a lot which, of people have. Which was the glamping sort of option. The, mm. you, the, you, it was in a tent and you sort of camped overnight and it was wonderful. You got to sort of just listen to the sounds of the lions and the monkeys and everything play at night. It was a lovely, lovely experience. And I always thought glamping's such a good thing. We don't make use of Sydney more often because we've got all these amazing spots in Sydney which would be great to set up a luxury mm. tent. Oh, yeah. So why don't we have more glamping like this? You love Taronga Zoo's sleepover package, Roar and Snore. Now get ready for Australia's newest five-star glamping experience, booze and snooze. Spend the night in an alleyway behind one of the country's most notorious pubs with nothing but the soothing sound of pissheads to rock you and your loved one gently to sleep. Oh, I love you, Sharon. Look, I haven't got your name tattooed on my dick. Our unique luxury tent, situated just inches from the pub's recycling bins, have been specially designed to immerse you in this completely pristine binge-drinking environment. Sorry, guys, I think I just spewed all over your luxury tent. Sorry, bastard, I'll just wash it off with my piece. And if romance is on the agenda, book now for our special Valentine's Day offer where every couple gets one night in a piss-stained tent, music bleed from a covers band who think people still can't get enough of the Proclaimers, and on the stroke of midnight, a free personalised glassing. and snooze. Experience Australian culture like it really is. Wow, it's like roar and snore, but these people are real animals. Radio Chaser Triple M. Now look, I've got these Lenny Kravitz tickets to give away and I'm just thinking, this is the artist, you know, Are You Gonna Go My Way, the number one song ever played on Triple M Sydney. Is it? It is the biggest song we play. Do you reckon anyone's called Lenny anymore? I I don't know any Lennies. What do you mean? Well, Lenny... 
Lenny Kravitz, he is. He is. I, 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 it's a very good question. I remember remember Lenny Pascoe, an Australian fast bowler, from, I think going back to the 70s oh, or 80s. Long time though, Chris. Long time ago. Yeah, I mean, Lenny. But, you know, I'll take your point, Tommy. There's no new Lennies well, around. You know, I'm imagining. I had, I had a pet duck called Lenny. Oh, did you? You did. <laughs> did. Tell us about that. Now, that duck, how that? long? Do, do you, you didn't keep that duck for terribly long, I remember, Tommy. terribly long. Because... The reason I called him Lenny was I was driving back from um, a fa- fabulous gig by Leonard Cohen at the Hunter Valley. And on the oh. way back, we saw a sign saying ducklings, $10. I said, well, that's a bargain. <laughs> yeah, and, of course. And, who, why and wouldn't 60 you buy in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I didn't need a duckling, but you can't go past a bargain like that. So I bought a duckling. We named him after Leonard Cohen. We called him Lenny. Mm. And then I lived in a tiny little studio. Um, in the inner city, and I suddenly occurred to me that it was in deeply inhumane to keep it a wild animal in a in a inner city studio. So, um, after three weeks, I found a family friend. We sent him out to a farm on Jamboree, where on his second day he got eaten by foxes. So, oh, it's, Taylor, the lady right. story is sad, but the moral is. Don't send your animals to the farm. Yeah. <laughs> They're not or, safer or, in the city. Well, it's not really talking up people called Lenny, is it? I mean, that was a no. sad story. We ought to, are you a Lenny? Because I've got these tickets to Lenny Kravitz. He's an excellent artist. You want the tickets, but you've got to convince us you are Sydney's best, not just any Lenny, Sydney's best Lenny. Right. I don't know if anyone's going to call. Well, if you called Len, if you called Leonard, if you called Lenny, and you reckon you're a top bloke, or woman. Not even an Eleanor. We'd take an Eleanor, wouldn't we? Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe. Lenny. Well, she calls herself Lenny. Lena Dunham. <laughs> and, you, uh, know. you know, you could possibly even fake that you're called Lenny if you really want to get to see oh, Lenny Kravitz. Hey, shh, no, no. We, right, will, we, we need only genuine Lennies, Chris. We will test you. We will test your level of Lenny. Your Lenny authenticity. Uh, we've got a couple well. of callers, but I thought we'd absolutely melt the phones uh, with, with that... Uh, yeah, situation. well, look, look, you know, I don't know. No, it's a rare name, Dommy. There are not enough Lennies is the problem. And and Lennies are rare and special, which is why we're giving away the tickets. Hmm. Uh, you know. I suppose they could just give it to anyone. Yeah, yeah well, it could be your surname or your middle name, or you might just want to be called Lenny. If, you, if, yeah. if, if you're willing to change your name by deed poll to Lenny just to see Lenny Kravitz, uh, we'll absolutely accept your call. So, Dommy, the number. one triple three five three. Sydney's best Lenny is what we're hunting for. Oh, look, We've the switchboard's lighting up now. Roger from Camden. Uh, Roger, in what way are you a Lenny, sir? Uh, my name's Roger Lenowski, but they call me Lenny. Because uh, oh. Lenowski is abbreviated in Australia, as it would be, to Lenny or Leno. Lenny, Lenny, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Lenny, mate, See, usually, yeah. You are a Lenny. So so why we're looking for Sydney's best Lenny, though, too, Lenny. So why are you, why are you good? Because um, I'm a Lenny. There's not many of them. Well, we're getting <laughs> some more convincing. calls from other contenders. You're going to have to try harder. It's not bad. We'll put him in the mix. Yeah, Let's yeah. see who other, which All other right. Lennies we have out there. All right. We've got uh, Eric. Eric, uh, talk. tell us about the Lennies in your world. Yeah, g'day. How are you? Yeah, good. Not bad. That's the way. Yeah, two Lennies in my world. Yeah, I got two Kelpie pups about 10 years ago, and... Uh, yeah, you know, I'm into Lenny Crabber, so it's pretty good. If I get the tickets, mate, it's going to be sick. Um, now, hang on. Did yeah, you, no, me- you mentioned the pups. Were the pups called Lenny? Was that the link? No, no, no. They were nameless because they were pups. So I, got, so, I called, so I called them both Lenny. So both? Yeah, the idea behind that was the uh, so instead of having two dogs' names, I've got one dog name. You usually want to call them both anyway. So I called them both Lenny. And they, well, that's they economical. At the same time, so... <laughs> It's genius. You could do that with your kids. Why stop at dogs? Just you just call them all your kids. Let's say you have yeah. four. Call them all Lenny. So when it's dinner time, hey Lenny, dinner time. Welcome. And 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 your wife. You could call her Lenny as well. Perfect. The whole family had come. It's a very good. Idea. I mean, didn't George Foreman call all of his children George? Uh, Lenny from Wilberforce. We've got a genuine Lenny here. I think. Hello, Lenny. Are you the best Lenny in Sydney, though? Yes, I am. How so? 
I'm in Wing, um, well, Windsor Wilberforce. Sorry, say that again. I'm in Windsor, like Wilberforce, or like Wilberforce. Wilberforce. Okay. You're in Wilberforce. Right. So that yeah. makes you a good Lenny. What makes me good? Well, my actually whole family started with L. Oh, that's so not was, bad. The whole so family? Laurel, what sort of Laurel, name? Laurel, Leon, Laurel, Leon, Larry, Lindsay and Lenny. What? Is, right. is that true? That is true. And, can, and was that, we, we might ask for you to fax those through. And, and was that by design or by coincidence? Well, my name, my middle name is James. So my first name was basically James. But at the last minute, my dad changed it to Lenny. <laughs> Gee, I, reckon, wow. I reckon that's a pretty good entry. That's not bad. extraordinary. I wonder if the parents actually realised. Oh, was it only when they had the fifth one that they went, hang on a minute. Mm. They all started with, <laughs> start with L. Terrible mistake. I'm not sure that um, any of these Lennies are in the running for Australian of the Year, though. Let's try one more. We've got John from oh. South Penrith. Uh, John, how are you a Lenny? My middle name's Lenny. Yep. And would, would you believe that the girl who works in the office and books my jobs, her name's Eleanor. Huh. <laughs> do, do people call her Lenny? <laughs> um, look. I reckon, I mean, the, the Eleanor Lenny stretch is quite a big one. Are we, is, I don't yeah. know if it's ticket worthy. We asked for Sydney's Lenny. best Lenny. We've got a bunch of Lennies. Oh, there's so many good ones. They're, they're all pretty good, aren't they, Chris? What do you think? I mean, well, like, I'm, I, I'm pretty drawn to the, the family who every kid was named beginning with L. Yeah. yeah. All right. Lenny from Wilberforce, you're off to see Lenny Kravitz, mate. Well done. You're Sydney's <laughs> no. least worst Lenny. <laughs> Now, uh, guys, I just noticed that, uh, you know, we're media types, so this this is kind of interesting, you know, to us. But, uh, you know, the journo who got raided by the feds, you know, they burst into her her home in Canberra, um, searched through the undies drawer even. Who knows what they were looking for? Um, Look, uh, she's going to take it to the high court anyway. And apparently her lawyers are calling for the feds to delete all of her her phone data. Uh, This is the thing that they, you know... I, they, they don't want the phone data to be kept by the feds. Mm. Um, I, I don't know if they're worried that there might be too much underwear-related information <laughs> on, on the phone. Perhaps there might be too many pictures of, of different sorts of uh, clothing inside drawers contained on the phone. I, I, I'm not sure. But I just wanted to just, just to keep you up to date on this, mm. uh, especially because we've got a bit of a personal stake in this, don't we, um, from the time that the feds raided us. <laughs> Federal police, open up. Ah, crap. Are you Radio Chaser from Triple M? Yeah, sorry. The government heard you were running some kind of free democratic media in this place. Open your script, archive. Now, what's in here? The uh, punchline about the Sydney Light Rail. Mm, barely broadcastable sketch about NRL players' knobs. Mm, meandering anecdote from Charles Firth that goes nowhere. Ooh, and another punchline about the Sydney Light Rail. Right! I'm seizing all this as evidence. But that's our entire show. You'll have to come up with some new material. No, anything but that. How do we make the show now, Charles? Um, well, I've got a really funny anecdote I could tell that will fill a couple of minutes. No! Radio Chaser. Triple M. Cat's pyjamas or cat's piss. Yes, Chris and Andrew, I want to know, are these uh, ideas cat's pyjamas good things or cat's piss? Bad things. Now, a university uh, in in the Netherlands um, is trying to help its students during the stressful time of exams. What they've done is they've actually dug a grave behind the chapel on campus and students can book time to go and lie in the grave as a stress release. 
Would that work for you? Would you find a bit of grave time a good way of just oh, detoxing and That's an extraordinary chilling idea. Out? I, I thought you were going to say that if you'd just come out of an exam and thought you'd done really badly, yeah. that you'd <laughs> just look for the time. nearest gravestone <laughs> and ask to be buried alive uh, quick smart. Yeah, I've got a photo over here. There's a, a woman very oh happy God. looking in the bottom of a grave. Maybe we should try it in Sydney. What a bizarre concept. Is it? Is the idea... Because I, I sort of get the idea of a lie down, mm. you know, like yeah, you know, always a, good. a nap, a siesta, maybe a solarium even. But mm. but there's something quite macabre about lying in a grave that, <laughs> that if you look at the photo here, <laughs> yes, I don't know, yes, it's, it's, it's like a proper grave. It's six oh, yeah. feet deep. Yeah, it is six yeah. foot under, yeah. It's, right. I, oh, Andrew, do you want to take that one first? Look, I need I mean, a bit I, of thinking music oh, on this one. It is a tricky one, isn't it? But I, I mean, I think, well, I think they, it's too limiting though. I mean, if. If you're really worried about your exams, they, they should probably offer like a cremation service as well, <laughs> yeah. so that you could just really get it over and done with very, very fast. Would it Cats be better pajamas. if you could actually dig your own grave in the examination room? Yeah, um, yeah. Either for yourself, if you're not if you're not backing that you've done enough study, or mm. for your fellow students. So if you just want to eliminate your competition, <laughs> just start burying them during the exam, and that then helps. and then you're the last man standing. So if, if you're allowed to do that, I'm cat's pajamas. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't put three grave digging in the HSC. Now uh, you might have seen this in the news. A, a woman from this very fine state um, is into body modification. She got her eyeballs, so the white bit, tattooed blue. She went blind for three weeks, but as a result, she has now these blue eyeballs. Do you think it's worth it? Temporary blindness in return for blue eyeballs. <laughs> oh, look, I, cat's pyjamas. I, th- I mean, that's a, that's a great idea because, you know, it gives her three extra weeks where she doesn't have to look at her stupid <laughs> blue eyeballs and think, oh, my God, what a mistake. There's surely, because I know you can get, like, contact lenses mm. to turn your eyes blue, like your pupil blue. Yeah. Would it be that big a scientific step? to make your whole eye blue without having to get it inked by a tattoo artist who may or may not have sterilised his needle. I hope she's a bit hard to put in, wouldn't they, Chris? Like whole eye-sized contact lenses. What are you going to do? Well, what's the alternative? To get a tattoo artist to get his needle and draw your whole eye blue, blind you for three weeks, and then you look like a smurf for the rest of your life. (laughs) I hope she's not listening because she'll be going, what, I could have just got a contact lens (laughs) instead of getting a tattoo? Cat's piss. Yeah, Yeah, look. Text her. Text her for that woman. She's, her next plan is to, to completely blacken out her entire arm, which might stop the blood circulation. So there you go. People have hobbies. Radio Chaser on Triple M.